trust perfection. That's a thoughtful Troy moment. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the South Road, boys. Once again, we are back in the chair, ready to take another swing at the title. How are you, Troy? I am very good, Jay. Um, not in the same chair. I'd like to mention I'm in my own chair. And, You're and in I'm your in own my chair. own chair. It's not yeah. just one chair. No. It's not like those a... um, chairs at the pokies. You know the pokies at the CAS where you got those love seat chairs around some of the machines? Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, it's really weird when you're there with your mates. <laughs> so, yeah, or, Bubba, or pe- yeah, sit next to me here, it's fine. <laughs> or people you don't know. Just sit next to them and watch them play the machine. So there's a, a companion seat. Yeah, there's some... We were over there for the football, and um, as you do often, you end up at the CAS because it's just easier. Um, and there's machines where they've got four of them, and they all they back onto each other, so it's a little mm-hmm. block. And yep. the seats around those are little love seats, so you can fit two to the seat comfortably. Are you sure they're meant for two, or is it just because people's asses who sit on them get so much wider and wider <laughs> that they just take up the whole lot? I don't think anyone's ass is this wide, not even a Kardashian ass. So... I just love it, the fact you can lose all your money together. <laughs> and you can watch someone do it. Like, I wouldn't have thought that... Look, I, I have put a couple of dollars into a pokey every now and then. Don't mind having a poke? That's <laughs> what she says. <laughs> um, but I can't imagine me wanting to sit there next to anyone and just watch. <laughs> Don't like to watch, mate? <laughs> I don't like to be cuckolded by a bloody pokey machine. <laughs> See, here's the thing: pokies, one arm bandit, they... and not that I've got anything against amputees. Just <laughs> pokies could be the next spectator sport. It could be like darts. No, because at least in darts you're 180. Yeah, but with the pokies, you have all the machines. They go nuts as bells and whistles, and and you win forty cents. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the thing. I think the difference in darts is that there is a a known level playing field. So the dartboard is X distance away from you. The darts must be within this sort of regulation. You must stand behind the line and, and it's only your skill. Whereas poking machines, I think, have uh, the unknown element. Well, it's pretty well known that the averages <laughs> are in favour of whoever's yeah, running the, the poker machine. the element, as you call it. Yeah, I, I don't think... if. See, I remember when I was living in Sydney, um, the year that we got married, I used to work in North Sydney, and where we used to uh, go for lunch, which was the pub, so this is when I used to drink. Right, they used The pub. Yeah, I know, yeah. the pub. They used to give you... Uh, a Tui's blue grenade. So I think it's like 200 mils or 250 mils. Little body uh, stubby bottles. Mm-hmm. A- and a cigarette for as long as you kept pumping money into the pokey machine. Oh, that's great. That's fucking awesome. So it would always be a garlic naan on the way to the pub. Oh, that's when you could smoke inside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, we're talking of 22, 23 years yeah. ago. So good old days, ago. kids. <laughs> good times, good times. When you could completely and utterly sabotage another person's lungs and smile the whole time. When a pub could give you free alcohol and cigarettes as long as you kept putting money in the pokey machine. Well, it's basically just like Vegas, except on a much smaller scale. <laughs> exactly. And so you've got to imagine, I mean, look, it probably only costs them three bucks to give you that beer and 
and a couple of ciggies. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, yeah, it probably only cost you that much. So they would give you that beer and a ciggy, and it didn't cost them that much money. So I can't imagine um, how much money they needed to make to get that money back. But I, I wouldn't imagine that they would be losing that much. I was with the, the guy who I used to go with. He occasionally would pull two or three hundred dollars out of it, but the maximum you could pull out of it at any one time would be fifteen hundred bucks. And what that meant was you had to spin up a royal flush and then double it, double it, double it. Oh, the old days of that. Yeah, because back then you couldn't actually win a lot in a big hit. But you also weren't gambling as much either. No, they were 20-cent machines or 50-cent machines yeah. or something like that. When those dollar um, machines come in, wow, that was mind-blowing. It's like, really? Going to put a whole dollar <laughs> in a machine? Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> um, speaking of casinos, I had yes. this little bit of a theory during the week. Okay. Where, uh, isn't it funny... James Packer suddenly disappeared on for mental health reasons just before they lost the cricket. <laughs> Do you think, conspiracy theory, kids? Yeah, here we Do go. Do you think that maybe he could see what was coming and he let his dad down so far that he had a full-on breakdown and left before the shit hit the fan? Did he Packer it in? <laughs> I'd, what do you reckon? I don't know. I thought I'd, about this during the week. It's a funny coincidence that suddenly he's going out on stress. Le- not to say he isn't mentally stressed or doesn't have issues, but oh, suddenly have- they lose the cricket. It's huge. I I couldn't imagine how much stress he would be on on a day to day basis. Anyway, I mean, with with the television and the casinos and doing all the stuff that he's trying to get done in China, it's. Look, I understand that he's worth a shit ton of money, and that's fine. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. I don't think the money would be worth it. I think I would just go. You know what? No thanks. I'll be happy with my very small, <laughs> meager existence. Um, because with that money comes just fucking ninety nine problems. Or better still, just employ someone else to do all that, and you just sit mm. on your cruiser all day. <laughs> See, I think the problem is with people like the Packers and, and people like that, they're driven not just by making enough yeah, money to be comfortable. it's all about success. Well, it's about success and marrying Mariah Carey and... Is it really? Uh, is it really about marrying <laughs> Mariah Carey? That was yeah. also the other part that broke him, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think we conversed about this a while back. He, he broke the <laughs> don't stick your dick in crazy rule. I think repeatedly. Yeah, and then, well, <laughs> you assume repeatedly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> loses to cricket, dude is not having a good 12 months. Do you think maybe they're related? What, Mariah Carey and the cricket? Yeah, like something happened there. She was she was part of the reason why the Packers lost cricket. <laughs> I She's can't like, imagine why Mariah Carey would want to steal the cricket away from James Packer. No, but maybe she was in James's ear saying, look, don't worry about the cricket that much. Focus on baseball. Ah, you mean she was trying to Americanize the pack? Yeah, so he took his eye off the ball, which is a number one rule in cricket that you don't break. And the next thing you know, he gets it stolen from him. You know, it's going to happen. And by stolen, multi billion dollar steal. You know, it's happening here, though. I mean, he's losing all these things, right? These things are becoming ghosts of his past. And you know what chases ghosts? Pac Man. (laughs) 
He's getting fatter. Man. He's getting more yellow in the face. <laughs> James Packer is Pac-Man. That's a movie that I just don't think will ever fly. Well, he's got the head for it. He has got the head for it now. He's looking more like his old man every year. Yeah. Mm. And that, I mean, look, Kerry had a lot going for him. Looks was not one of those things. <laughs> no. <laughs> not no. that I could be casting any stones in anyone's direction. <laughs> But, yeah, um, at least they had the money. <laughs> well, exactly. At least you can hide it behind all those hundred dollar bills. Mm. I can't even grow a fucking beard like you. <laughs> well, until about a year ago, my friend, as you know, I never expected it was possible for me either. So you know what? There's always hope. Oh no, there's not, because that makes me even sadder that that beard's only taken you a year. I think it was. Um, I, I think it was about August. July or August, that I started kicking in. Far out. That was my follicle month. I just... You wouldn't have done it for Movember and just kept on going? No. No, I didn't. I think I had about a week off work mm. and just thought, oh, I can't be bothered shaving, just let it go. And then went, oh, you know what? Let's give oh, it a crack. run. Let's just do it. Yeah. Have a crack. And you know what? Yeah, so you... Still cracking. <laughs> yeah. crack a lacking Because I know that after... I can let mine, I shave maximum twice a week. Maximum is yeah. shaving twice a week. I was probably a, a three to four time man. Yeah, but the thing is, generally the second shave is just so I make myself feel more masculine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, does, it, does it really work? No. <laughs> I don't even put a blade in for the second shave. <laughs> just, you just you just run a bit of plastic over your face. Yeah, no. Well, I've got an electric, so I just make the sound. I don't even turn it on. I go. <laughs> <sighs> put some aftershave on and go. Oh, I'm fresh as a daisy. But I didn't need to. I remember the first time I shaved. I, I and this is so bad. Most most men probably can't remember the first time they shaved. I do. I was living in the Northern Territory, and I was... Sorry, you remember the first time you shaved? I do. I remember the first time I shaved. I remember where I was, what I did. It was a process. Do you remember the first time you did the deed as a teenager, when suddenly something exploded and like, what the hell was going on there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's explain the first one. We'll leave the second one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so the first one was uh, shaving. So I'd I'd moved. My mother decided that working at Kmart um, and working in a restaurant and doing the occasional roadie job probably wasn't the greatest of career prospects for me. <laughs> and so she thought I needed a proper job. And as all eighteen-year-old boys do, their mum applies for jobs for them. <laughs> good on you, Penny. Uh, yeah, good on you, Pen. And so she came home one day and she goes, I've got you a job or I've got you a job interview. All you have to do is call them and tell them how wonderful you are and you are wonderful and I love you and blah, blah, blah. And I went, okay, cool. She goes, but there'll be, if you get the job, there's a bit of traveling involved. And I've gone, oh, well, what, like, like Launceston. So to give you reference, uh, roadies, that's about an hour and change um, to the east. From where we were living, so I was thinking. So John Penguin of Launceston, you're looking about an hour and hour and twenty for and Penguin. Bit, yeah. yeah. She goes, no, a bit further. You will actually need to move out, and I've gone fuck Hobart. 
Like, because I thought that's, so that's three and a half hours to Hobart. And I'm thinking, that's insane. I don't know whether <laughs> I can leave sunny beachside sound of waves penguin um, to go to Hobart. But I knew a couple of people down there and I thought, oh, well, maybe it'll be all right. <laughs> and she goes, no, bit, bit further. And I've gone, not Melbourne. No way. Only crazy people and drug dealers live there. <laughs> In Melbourne, Cause, okay. Yeah, well, because yeah. that was my sheltered yeah, existence. Exactly. Shout um, out to all the uh, crazy people and drug dealing roadies out there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be me because that's where I currently live now. It's Melbourne. <laughs> and, and she goes, no, look, in the middle of Australia, there's a there's a big rock. And I've gone, Airs Rock. She's gone, yeah. And next to that rock is a resort. And that's where I've got you a job. <laughs> so that's where I went. I went at the age of oh, 18 and a bit. Were you only 18 when you went to the rock? Uh, yeah, must have. Wow, it feels nine- like you're older. 93. Well, houses. Okay. Yeah. I, I might have been 19. Yeah, I know. But I just, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like you're older at that time. You certainly no. weren't that mature. <laughs> I, I, nothing's changed, really. <laughs> and so I went up there as a short order cook. Um, and after a debacle, a comedy of errors, I got myself fired. Um, <laughs> but while I was up there, I, I thought I need, I need to be a man. I need so I was just eighteen actually. I was I was yeah, putting things in time frame. I was just over eighteen. Yep. Um I need and to I be thought, a man. <laughs> I need to be a man. Um and so I, love I it should how, prob- sorry, at least love it how you made that decision internally. I need to be a man. <laughs> well Yes. Well, because I look like I was fourteen. And no one was taking me seriously. I had as much fur on my face as a kiwi fruit at the supermarket. <laughs> like, only it wasn't as bristly as a kiwi fruit. It was. It really was peach fuzz. It was just embarrassing. But I remember going, no, fuck it, this is it. And where we were, when I was living up there, you had a room, and in that room you had a little small sink and you had a little small cooktop and your bed. But if you wanted to go to the toilet or the shower... That was communal. So you had to walk down the hall and that's where it was. And I remember going to the commissary uh, or the little supermarket that we had there and I bought myself, uh, it probably was only Mac 1. I don't think they had the Mac 3 shavers back then. (laughs) Mind you, with those Mac 3 shavers or Mac 4 shavers where, you know, the closest blade gives you the closest shave. Yeah. Why don't they just put the sharpest blade at the first one and then don't worry about the other two? Because <laughs> that means you wouldn't yeah. have to need the extra blades. That's actually a really good point, but you look, it doesn't make it sound as fancy. No, no, fair mm. enough. <laughs> anyway, so I bought one of those. I bought myself uh, some shaving cream and I, uh, I, I, I couldn't have even looked it up on the internet how to shave. <laughs> no YouTube. <laughs> No YouTube, so I would have had to have just get memories from, from TV movies or whatever. So I had a shower because, you know, you've got to make the, the whiskers a bit softer. Yep. <laughs> even, even though we're dealing with the equivalent of kiwi fruit. Uh, I just see you being all OCD in the bathroom, making sure that you know, oh, there's yeah, a right amount of steam in the room. <laughs> but it's an open room, so there's four or five sinks there and six or seven showers behind me. 
and I'm standing there, and I've and the amount of shaving cream I've put on my hand, you could probably put on a car at trick or treating. <laughs> like I have, I have gone way the fuck overboard, and I have lathered it up like you wouldn't believe. I think the whole process took me at least forty five minutes. <laughs> Because I was because I was just scrape, 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 and then feel it. Oh yeah, that feels gone. That feels gone. And then, um, and then putting on aftershave on freshly shaved skin for the first oh, time. Oh so yeah, I'd you put, remember that? Well, I put aftershave oh. on before, but I'd never put it on freshly shaved skin. Mm-hmm. And it was just like what? <laughs> it was my worst Bruce Lee impersonation. And and that was it. And I think for the time that I was up there, which was about six months, I think I had three shaves. <laughs> <laughs> and the first two were, I think, were in the first two weeks. Oh, that would have been painful, thought, though, the sting of that concave. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. And I thought I had should do it on the reg to get, to get the whiskers up. But I'm in my 40s now, and I still really only need to shave twice a week. <laughs> and most people can't tell. It's I I put it like I've got I'm like a tabby cat with ginge white and dark hairs, mm-hmm. but with some sort of weird alopecia. So <laughs> there's parts of my face that it just doesn't grow. It really is an embarrassment. Well, I, um, to facial hair everywhere. Got myself some new glasses last week, and I thought I'll do the the customary selfie to put on Facebook. I saw that. Yeah. Now, did you go into Specsavers? I did do a Specsavers. Do- and did you do what the other bloke that I saw do? Get walk into Specsavers, squint at the board, and when they say, "Can you help me? Can I? Can I help you?" You go, "I'm either Big Mac and a small fry snacks," <laughs> or when you finally work out what you want, they say, "Is that all?" You say, "Can I get jiggy with it?" No, 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 no. But I would say, so I did the customary selfie. Yep. And I must admit, I even said to Jay, I said, then I've taken a couple, because I've taken a couple of photos from the side and got the right profile and all that stuff you do, like a teenage girl. Um, how many how many photos did it take for you to choose the one that you finally posted on social media? Oh, about four. Oh, is that all? Yeah, it wasn't too many. You're not really a teenage girl then. <laughs> <laughs> not with this beard. <laughs> no, you can't Twitter either. <laughs> but um, I actually said to Jazz, my lovely partner, I said, that's actually surprised me now exactly how long this beard has gotten. Oh, because you had glasses on and you couldn't see? Or... <laughs> I just hadn't seen it from that angle, like that side-on sort of angle. Oh, you yes. can see it as you always do in the mirror. You, you know, you kind of trim it up and you put the bit of beard oil in and you make it all <laughs> schmexy. A bit of beard oil. Oh, the beard Hello, oil listeners. makes it, I tell you, <laughs> makes the skin supple. Does it make the beard glisten? It does, actually, and it makes it smell lovely. Like sandalwood. It could be sandalwood. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping it does. I think if I was to imagine this smell of beard, it's probably... A, the pro- the reality of it probably smells like ass and sweat. Um, but what I want it to smell like is sandalwood. Yeah. Um, my favourite beard oil, I've got two. I've got three. Of course um, you do, you bloody yeah, hipster. It's um, mocha. <laughs> Mocha Smell schmick, I tell you, I like it. Yeah. But you don't like coffee? No, I don't. But I like. The, I don't mind the smell. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, so I was actually quite surprised exactly how long and thick the beard had got. It's quite large. It's quite beardy. It's it's very beardy. It's, as as you mentioned when you came over to um to Melbourne, there was the three of you, Mister House, Joshua, <laughs> not Caddison. No, no, uh, Bubba, <laughs> Bubba, <laughs> you and me, and it really did look like the evolution of beard if we had have stood next to each oh, other perfectly. Because you've got me, which looks like. I don't know, a slightly hairy bowling ball. Prepubescent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, can I get that for you, mister? <laughs> so I, I just imagine you as like a, a 14-year-old kid actually doing that. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then, of course, you have Bubba, who was just kind of re- fairly unshaven for about a week. And then you yes. got me, who has got... I've actually got a, a bit of lush going on now. Mm. And then you got Housie, who is just Ned Kelly Bushranger. He just looks like he's about to go and chop some wood. Uh, dude, there, there is an entire civilization from the Amazon in that beard that has not been discovered yet. <laughs> it is it is a, <laughs> phenom- oh, it's a phenomenal beard. It really is. It actually makes me feel like you when I'm with Housie. Hot as guts. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Ginge. Oh, no, I don't feel ginge. <laughs> Mate, no, so there is a, there is a little bit of like brownie gingy colour in the beard though. Yeah. Like it's not really blondy like the rest of it. It's just it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah. I like it. Makes Fair me enough. feel like a man. Man, I feel like a woman. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go, girl. <laughs> I must admit, out of all the songs I thought you would sing doing this podcast, Shania Twain is not one that actually came to mind. Ah, oh, well, if you're not in it for love, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> see, that was a fucking test, roadies. Beautiful. Of a Shania Twain lyric to see whether or not he actually is a listener, and by his laughter, he is. <laughs> Everyone was a Shania sleeper, Twain listener back in the day. How could you not? Oh. It was great tunes. And no, that, she's a damn fine looking woman. I mean, she was easy to watch on a film clip. Especially in all the very tight, leathery things that she wore. Yeah. Not that I remember that at all. No memory. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Pants on fire. <laughs> liar, liar. Well, you know, it is what it is. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not your fault? No. Not accepting no. fault at all. Fair enough. Now, I need to remind you oh. that you and the roadies oh. um, have 13 days, 3 hours, 24 minutes, and 45 seconds to go. Till the Avengers. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, oh, I love how excited you got, Rodies. You should have seen him. He looked like he was having some sort of fit. It looked—I was about to call Triple O. Oh. It was. What do you think happens in thirteen days, three hours, twenty-four minutes, and twenty-two seconds? Uh, okay, so we're gonna. How many days? Thirteen days. Thirteen days, three hours, twenty-four minutes, and thirteen seconds. It's going to be getting close to May, but. Uh, it's actually no. April thirtieth. No, no idea. 
I know if you go forward, it's going to be uh, Star Wars Day. Not far after that. That's true. Yep. Um, It's when the early bird tickets finally end for the Flat Earth International Conference in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, so if you want to get in now, um, roadies get on that train. Twenty eighteen Canada, and you and you want to get early bird tickets. um, You've got thirteen thirteen days, three hours, twenty three minutes, and twenty four seconds, five seconds. Get on that. By the time this, by the time this podcast comes up, though, or happens, you're probably only going to have about a week. Yeah, maybe less, about six days. So if you are um, thinking of attending and dropping the hundred or $199 for the full two-day access pass to the conference uh, in Canada, I'd probably get on board that because... Um, Does it actually say there what's happening? Like, are there some guest appearances? Because there's a lot of celebrities that are actually into Flat Earth now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so there's, a lot of basketballers, a... which may be... Says something about the intelligence of sports people. <laughs> so there's, uh, if you uh, look, if anyone wants to look at, they're more than welcome to fe two zero one eight dot com. So flat earth twenty eighteen. We love promoting a bit of flat earth. Oh, why could you not? Because fuck, they need it. <laughs> they have one, out of all two, the things three, they need. I don't think that's really the one. <laughs> no, they what they've got eight twelve. 13 special guest stars. Oh, anyone interesting? Uh, do you know Rob Skibber? Rob Skibber? No. No. Uh, Patricia Stirl or Steer? No, no, don't really know that one. Dave Weiss or Wise? Not, um, <laughs> is he a Wiseman? No. No. Uh, okay. Bob Noddle I'm- or Nodell? I need to remember to put an American accent. Bob Nodell. Nodell. Uh, no, 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 don't, no, Dell. <laughs> I are you. I don't even know how to say that as a full name. That's a rapper. I are you. No, Ladansi. He is as white and three-day growth as you ever want to be. <laughs> I don't think you've heard of him. Uh, Jaron Campanella. Okay, look, I don't know any of these people, but the question I'm going to ask is, um, are any of them bringing their mum with them? I certainly hope so. I think Daryl Marbell may, or, oh, fuck me, Flat Earth Man's there. (laughs) Conspiracy music guru, Flat Earth Man. Oh, roadies, this just looks genius. Flat Earth Man? Flat Earth. Earth Man. That's what he's called. Really? He's called the Conspiracy Music Guru. <laughs> a lifelong performer, UK artist Alex O has worked hard in the club and pub singing circuit, playing guitar, keys, and a bass in numerous bands. He's also a professional DJ for 10 years. Good on him. Alex now turns attention to music production as well as his elements surrounded by his beloved instruments in his home studio. After much conspiracy research and understanding more about the true nature of this reality, Alex has used his talents to write conspiracy music about flat earth, gravity, satellites, moon landing hoax, and the so-called photos of the earth and more. So-called. <laughs> Alex has create 
Alex created the character Flat Earth Man for his music videos and songs. The character is larger than life and fully animated country dude who clearly has a lot to say and often says or sings it with a humorous results. <laughs> so there you go. That's um, I'd love to see Bike Alex. Boy take on Flat Earth Man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Flat Earth Man Alex O. Wow. Well, if that's not a reason to get your, get your ass to Canada... What is? It sounds what amazing. I wonder how many people would go along just to take the piss. I don't know whether or not you'd be asked to stay. I'm more the point we should really want to pay the money. <laughs> well, they've got three sponsors. They've got the Flat Earth Podcast, which doesn't surprise oh, us. Oh, we should get on that. <laughs> we should. And look, I know how much bank podcasting makes. Um, so they are rolling in it, folks. They are making it rain. <laughs> <laughs> if there are anything like the South Road Boys who charge nothing for an episode or have zero sponsors. Yeah, but you see, the difference here is they're actually quite yep. clever because they've already got a, a base. So if people believe in Flat, Earth, Flat Earth, how many other yep. Flat Earth podcasts would there be? One would hope there's not too many. They've probably done all right. <laughs> My question is, what are they talking about on the Flat Earth podcast? The Earth's flat. Yes. Yes, Brian, it is. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, we're going to talk to our friends around the globe. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, across, across, the, across the plate. <laughs> <laughs> across the frisbee. <laughs> I actually, I learned something. Okay. So, not to... Now, it is a belief that people believe that the Earth yep. is flat. But there was always that thing of why could you not go from east to west and just go off the disc? Yep. And here's the fucking reason. And you know what? This actually makes perfect sense. If you can imagine the North Pole is the center of the disc. Mm-hmm. Like a spinning wheel. Like a spinning top. Yep. If you are traveling east to west... North is always going to be pointing to the inside. So you're always going to be making a slow circle around because it's always pointing to the middle. So you're not going to go off the edge of the disc. You're actually you're going <laughs> around the disc. Yeah, okay, I see where you're looking. Yeah. I, I'm not saying the rest of the theory holds water, but that truly does. <laughs> that, so apparently there are all a lot the compass- of sneaky ways that they try and get around reality and that's not bad i don't mind that step back to reality oops there goes gravity oops there goes <laughs> anyway the gordon rocket man uh compacts com.com wood fired stove oven and grill what <laughs> what oh it's the what are you even talking about now gordon rocket company.com is one of their sponsors ah and they they deal with wood fired Wood fired stove, oven, and grill. That'd be pizzas. I'm thinking they are. They're shaped like the one, earth. Just, <laughs> um, Let me guess. There's also pancakes. Uh, no, it's it's someone who makes grills at home. He's he's from Texas. Oh bless. <laughs> oh bless him. Oh wow. Fifteen times better. It's a barbecue. It's got five times rocket efficiency. Three times bake, boil, and barbecue in closed flame, low smoke, self-cleaning, 
two lifetime guarantees <laughs> and indestructible. What needs fuck two lifetime guarantees? How do you use the second one? <laughs> For this life and the next because you believe in reincarnation, oh, smart ass. Yeah, but it's your barbecue going with you. Oh, sorry, your yeah. grill. Exactly. And you know what's bigger than Texas, folks? Fucking Western Australia. <laughs> all right? So... <laughs> To all you Americans who go, oh, we all got something big. It's bigger than Texas. Yes, well, fucking Western Australia is bigger than Texas. <laughs> so just calm the fuck down and just realise that, you know, Texas ain't that big. Wow, you, you went a bit angry bearded man there for a minute. Oh, look. <laughs> Step it's always, back from it's, the mic, mate. <laughs> it's always been one of those things. There's always... I've, I, I, met, I met a guy who was, um, who was from the South and he was like, Oh, everything's bigger in Texas, and Texas is this, and Texas is that. And I go, you do realise Texas is, like, I understand it's big, but it's, like, Western Australia is bigger. And he's going, no, it's not. <laughs> Texas is as big as Australia. And I'm like, mm, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't count Alaska, mainland Australia and mainland United States, pretty close in size. Yeah, pretty much like, in mass. Hmm. Yeah, and Western Australia is almost a third. <laughs> yeah, so fuck you, Texas. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Texas. Fuck you in the A. Um, oh, that's gold. I love oh, it. wow. And, and their other one is Celebrate Truth, Exposing the World of Lies. Now, when you click on it, it doesn't go to another website. It just goes to a, a promotion to promote God's truth and expose the world's lies. What if everything NASA and science has taught you about the Earth, Sun, Moon, stars, and space was a lie? Wow. That's, um... Serious. That's, that's what that is. Crazy in the coconut, really. <laughs> Good on them. Good on them. We love Flat So, anyway, back to it. You've gotten, you've gotten now... It's literally 13 hours or something um, before... Early bird ticket closes. Yeah, look, so, all I'm going to say is, um, roadies, get on that. Definitely get on that because that sounds like a blast of a weekend. Yeah, and just letting you know, the regular price is $249. Shit. If you, if you get in now, $199. Jump in, save 50 bucks. American. So that's like 70 bucks Australian. Yeah. You know the worst thing that I find with a weekend like that when you go... You know, like you learn all about this and you meet new people and so forth and you get on that real high and everything's really exciting. Mm. I think if you went along to this one, at the end of it, you'd just be feeling a little bit flat. Flat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even Blind Freddy saw that one coming. <laughs> oh, my dear. Oh, love to the flat earthers. So, but you need to go to the cultural mosaic that is Canada as well. Um so I'm not sure, I don't think, for $199 tickets are included. True. And uh, or, look, I'd love to go, but even yeah. at the saving of 50 bucks, probably 65 70 Australian, um, mm. I don't think it's quite worth the airfares from Australia to Canada to go to this I weekend. Will, I, I would probably be surprised if at some point in time there are not conference notes. Oh. Or... Uh, some sort of webcast podcast that you can do. If the if the Flat Earth podcast community are not there, podding like Billio. They're casting their pods everywhere. Casting their pods absolutely everywhere. 
I think if you if you tuned into their podcast, you would definitely get the DL on the FL E A T. Talking on an author. Uh, <laughs> the DL on the F E. There you go. There you go. Now see we're actually thick. <laughs> Flat Earth International Conference. Thick. 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 Yeah. Always good with an acronym. I like it. Love a good acronym. Now, um, question, riddle me this, Batman. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, what's your favourite meal? I'd have to go dinner. Really? Why? What's your, what's your well, favourite meal? Well, mainly because I don't always do breakfast. Um, <gasps> Most important day, meal of day, Troy. Oh, yeah, so they told us 50 years ago. Fucking is. <sighs> Stop living in the well, your body's. How do you know? Your body's been starving for about eight hours. Yeah. Got to put fuel in the fire, give you energy to go for the rest of the day. We used to walk for miles just to try and find a friggin' dinosaur to knock down in the head with a rock to actually kill and take back to a cave and feed our family. Sometimes that'd take weeks. Except that dinosaurs and people never lived at the same time. But that's beside the point. <laughs> You know the only reason the dinosaurs are extinct? Tell me. They walked off the edge of the flat earth. <laughs> Man was too smart for that. <laughs> um, and basically, so uh, lunch, if you're working and so forth, you're limited to what you can have for lunch because if you have the wrong lunch, you can feel full and bloated and really the mm. for the day. Whereas for dinner, you can take your time, you can cook it yourself, you can do your thing, you can have whatever you want. If you want to go really nasty and have something fattening, no one has to see you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just you and your shame. It's not like getting KFC, you know, a three-piece feeding from KFC in your car, hunched over like Gollum over the precious, <laughs> <laughs> hoping that no one's going to see you fattening your body up when you've already said you've gained six kilos and it's like, I'm going to be good this week. And next thing you got fucking extra large chips with extra salt and potato and gravy through your beard. It's just... So that's why. Because you, you can't even drive home before you start picking out of it. <laughs> you have to be in the car park at KFC. <laughs> Don't tell me you've never done that. I have. <laughs> exactly. I've got to get it in me now. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Or, um, to go along with our favourite acronym, that's what he could yep. have also said. Because we should yeah, never be sexist at the South Road Boys. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I could have said that's what they said, but then it sounds like an orgy, and we're not saying that that's the thing that we do. Well, it could be. I mean, it could be, but not on Mondays. Not, like, <laughs> not on, definitely not on Mondays. I tell you what. Who's got the air? The South Road Boys special, the orgy cast. That could be a goer. <laughs> We just need to find at least... How many people do you need for to be called an orgy? I don't know. Well, I've never thought about it before, but you've got, obviously, a couple, and then you've got a threesome. Yep. Then you've got the well, foursome. Hang on. <laughs> how it all started. A single. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, a single. <laughs> yes. A man in his hand. Um, <laughs> or a woman in her hand. So, once again, not sexist. Um, but a then person he- just looking through the window of another person's house. <laughs> <laughs> While they're eating KFC. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, get it greasy. <laughs> Have the drumstick. Eat the drumstick. <laughs> Dip it in so the, the So the single. I'm trying to block this off because it's getting really dangerous. The single. Yeah. Yes. The dual. The threesome. So the, the foursome. The couple. Threesome, foursome. And I think Five. once you move past foursome, I reckon you then step into the O-R-G-Y. Riddle me this, though. How many different genders are required so it's not a gangbang? Oh, so... <laughs> so okay. So we're saying that... Is a gangbang just, just one make, chick, though? To make it easier, because I don't understand terminology of the LBGTIQP community. No, so this is as sexy as where you get to, right? This is it right here. So just, yeah. you know, sit back, put your KFC to the side. And just, oh, no, just don't put it to the side. <laughs> just just don't put it to the side. <laughs> um, so let's just call it, let's just call it hetero. Okay. Sex. Yeah, okay. And you're older, so I'm looking to you for wisdom. Okay, right. So a gangbang, though, I've always used a gang. Assume that a gangbang is one woman, heaps of guys, or one guy and heaps of women. Does it work that way, though? I don't think of it. Oh, you've always wanted it to, though. I don't think of. I mean, not that I've watched a lot of gangbang material <laughs> in my time. Okay. Because you know, too many swords just kind of ruin the pleasure <laughs> the um, mood for me. Anyway, just... personally. Um, but I've never actually seen a gangbang portrayed in that thing called porn that I've never seen with heaps oh. of women and one guy. I thought that was a thing. Well, it might be a thing, but I haven't seen it. And if I haven't, oh. I'm kind of disappointed now. <laughs> <laughs> so five's the number, you reckon? I reckon five's the number that lets you into the O-R-G-Y. So we need to find three other people who are going to talk to us. Yeah, I guess. Uh, actually... <laughs> Can't we just maybe watch other people do it and we podcast about it? Because I don't think us getting naked together is really something that A, whoa, 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 I want whoa, whoa, to do, whoa, whoa, or B, anyone else wants whoa. to know about. Hang on. Who said we had to get naked? Oh, a, it was just a podcast orgy. An orgy cast. Which means I was just trying to work out the number of people we needed. <laughs> I didn't know we had to have sex. <laughs> I get performance anxiety. <laughs> I shave twice a week. I've already got my jeans off. <laughs> Mister, oh. um, yeah. So I was right just on. thinking that we needed five people for a podcast orgy. Cool. Um, I'm I'm going to reverse back a bit and try and work out how we actually got to this point because <laughs> what was the point <laughs> of this? <laughs> um, you're asking I, the I, number that made up an orgy. Yeah, because we were talking about having a podcast orgy. No, but that came after. And I, you mentioned no, no. It was that was the original start of it. Really. Yeah, because then I was asking, well, what re- what what constitutes an orgy? Oh, so it's a moment now where I wish I could reverse back and listen to it. They go, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll listen to it on playback. Yeah. So I was talking to you about food. <laughs> of course. How did we get there from dinner? You got sexy with KFC. Oh, oh see KFC. That's it. <sighs> Does it every time. Don't Hands you wish you could still K- get the corn from KFC? No. Oh, that used to be delicious. <laughs> no. The thing my thing that I love that I don't think are anywhere near the same as what they ever used to be 
are the little dinner rolls. No, they're crap now. They're just like nuggets, you, only not tasty. Do you remember when they started selling the entire chicken? No. Really? That was about True story. probably 10 to 15 years ago. You could get um, a barbecue-flavoured chicken from KFC. A whole. They were delicious, a whole chicken. Was it in the 11 Herbs and Spices? Uh, it wasn't the same as what that was. It was just flavoured. But I tell you what, oh, it, was so it was pretty tasty. It was like a lev- it was like a red rooster. So it was pretty like much. a slow Yeah, only with their flavouring. Yeah, it was nice. <sighs> Hands up is going for KFC. <laughs> <laughs> um <sighs> So no, I was the reason why I asked you about food and then we got onto KFC. <laughs> um it I I breakfast is mine. I love breakfast. You see I kind of consider that I can spend a bit longer in bed without having mm. to worry about breakfast. And then, look, if I'm hungry every morning, I can go and grab something once I start work. So I'm lucky where I'm in a job where I can head out of the office and go and do what I want to do, and that's fine. I'm not stuck in a box mm. like I used to be with retail, where once you were there, you were there till break time, then you were there till lunchtime, then afternoon break, then you go home at this time. Whereas yeah, I time manage my own day, I can go and do what I want, I can go and grab what I want, I can... Go and get a three-piece feed from KFC and sit in my car and eat it like Gollum over Precious if I want you to. Do what you want to do. Be what you want to My be. Precious. <laughs> I love breakfast, and when I say breakfast, I mean at ten thirty, um, <laughs> which is probably called brunch. Um, but one of the things that I don't have for breakfast, which my wife loves, is. Um, Eggs Benedict. I don't like Eggs Benedict either. No. Which is unfortunate because today is Eggs Benedict Day. Uh. <laughs> it's back, baby. It's back. Oh, oh, hey. You know, earlier you said Wacky something. days uh, of the week. You said something and I was going to say, oh, let me guess, you're going to lead on to a day. And then he didn't. And I thought, oh, he's not going to do it. Yeah. He's not going to do it. It's not there. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, mother. Eggs now, Benedict you, Day, really? You, yeah, ex Benedict Day. True story. Oh, wow. But when you manage your own day at work, which is a lovely segue, thank you so much for that. Oh, pleasure, Mr. Mather. Did you wear your pyjamas to work today? I did not. Um, there's which a good reason unfortunate. for that. Unfortunate. Yep. Uh, the pyjamas I wear would scare people away if I wore that to work. Do you wear pyjamas? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk in. Just cruise in, like with my strat happening, and say, hey, wear pyjamas at work day, people. <laughs> and then there'd be sexual harassment claims, there would be lawsuits, there'd be people fainting. I never know. Maybe someone might go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm sorry, Troy. Um, seven days in Rio is <laughs> not pyjamas. <laughs> uh, I'm just hoping now that no one at work with actually listens to this episode. <laughs> Because <laughs> they know you just sleep in your jockeys or naked. No, that they're going to be thinking. Who did you think was going to go? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Roz or Michelle or whoever you happen to be. Um, Sally. So happy that you haven't got any of the names correct there. Um, <laughs> Sue, Barbara. Oh, there'd be some suing. <laughs> <laughs> Mel. Fuck. There's got to be a Mel. Uh, no, no, you got nothing. Oh. All right. <laughs> Um, so, because today is also where you, 
Wear your pyjamas to work day. So glad you get now, so much enjoyment out of these days. I do, but I'm just thinking, like, okay, I I have what I wear to bed on the reg, um, which before kids was nothing. And then when you have kids and you have to get up in the middle of the night and you have to do a feed and, and all that kind of stuff, you migrate to boxes yeah, or jobs. You don't mean mucking around trying to find them in the dark and put them on and... It's just a pee in the A. And so, but I do have for when, okay, so every year the kids have at least one function at their school, which is at seven o'clock at night. Um, and the funny thing is it's it's usually the introduction to the year. So each kid gets it once a year and the parents are invited. And if you go as a parent, everyone goes in their pajamas because the theory being is you're going to have that and you're going to go home. So mm-hmm. I have also a pair of full-length Batman pajamas. Nice. Because, well, if I'm going to have pajamas, I must well have Batman. Hell yeah. Pajamas. Batman. Yeah. Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I can do this for hours. <laughs> I'm not really Batman. <laughs> I'm not either, mister. I only shaved twice this week. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't imagine who seriously looks at this holiday and goes, yep, no, that's a fucking great idea. To the people who I work with, I'm going to wear my pyjamas. Even my really cool Batman pyjamas, I'm not going to feel like that's appropriate in the workplace. (laughs) The only job, I think, if I worked in a, a bedding store, that might be appropriate. Yeah, that's themed. I like that. But if I if I worked at a bedding store and it was wear your pajamas to work day, I would make sure I've got myself, you know, those blue or red silky pajamas that button up, and I'll have to have the hat. <laughs> so I look like the cartoon version of a snoozy person. Yeah, I'm not going to be wearing my Batman ones into be, into work. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Tell I me, mean, jeans for jeans day. That's easy. It's it's great to wear your piece, jeans piece. to work. Uh, wear your pajamas. Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird. And some of the people I have worked with in the past, I don't want to see them in their intimate apparel. And imagine, like, or, if you're or their sleepwear. Imagine if you're a welder. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not safety in the workplace. Because most most pajamas are highly flammable. <laughs> or if my wife went to work. It's just going to be a shit ton of fucking flannelette. <laughs> she loves her flanny jammies in the winter. Yeah. I tell you, that's definitely a bit of a female attribute. Loving the flanny jammies. Oh, she hates being cold. Mm. Hates being hungry. Hates being tired. But will take hungry and tired. Does not like to be cold mm. at all. I am. Um, one of the best gifts. Yeah, I can say one of the yeah, reasons one of the I don't best like pajamas is because I just mm. hate being kind of, I don't know. Because you roll over in bed and all the rest of it, and if you're wearing something, it kind of ties you up and you feel trapped. And oh, it's horrible, get it. horrendous. Mm. And I sleep warm anyway, so to to have be constricted by this unnatural fabric trying to squeeze the very life out of me, as well as put me in some sort of Swedish sauna while I'm <laughs> sleeping. Swedish sauna. Why does it have to be That's Swedish? What... Well, I I think. Saunas are synonymous with the Swedes, aren't they? <laughs> Fucked if I know. <laughs> oh, 
Makes it a bit more sexy. Uh, I suppose it does. Hmm. My name is Helga. <laughs> I'm from Sweden. <laughs> Actually, no, Helga from me. Yeah, no. My name is Lars. Lars person. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Oh, right, I've got a question for you. Riddle me this, we're Batman. Gonna, go play a little game. Oh, fucking, I love it's, games. This is a very... This is a game that I thought about earlier on today um, due to a conversation I had with someone the other night. And I thought, I'm going to test your compassion for animals. Oh, no. Is this the whole... You're walking... <laughs> You're walking down a, a dusky road on sunset and you can hear, you know, the cool breeze through the trees. And beside a little fence, you see this baby sparrow. You have a hammer. <laughs> what is this story? <laughs> not not that kind of question. No, no, it's not. It no, must it's just not. be me. Okay. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Right. No, that's that's completely plagiarised <sighs> by the Doug Anthony All Stars. Uh, <laughs> that whole there's a there's a whole bit about you know you you care for your elderly grandmother and she's in her late nineties and she's fallen and broken a hip and and she finally realises she can't live at home and and the dementia's starting to get to her and she's really upset about having to leave her her house of fifty years and go into a care facility. You have a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Does it actually give you the other options, or you stay there? No, that, that, well, you, you, the reaction yep. is that you do what you do. Oh, it's gold. And then the third one is, you know, you're an uploadedly mobile in, um, commerce banker in the prime of his life in his early 20s. Your girlfriend, since high school, finds out that she's pregnant. You have a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> anyway, back to the fun. <laughs> on, on a different note, kind of on this a little bit, but when we did our hiking, uh, the couple of hikes we've done recently, my brain being incredibly sick, mm. Um, mm. decided that uh, drop bears, of course, weren't real. So we didn't have to worry about the drop bear. That was an imaginary made-up character. Okay. But Skippy the Rape Kangaroo was real. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just walking through this bushland, this torrid of bushland, just going, Bray, Skip. <laughs> What's going on, Skip? <laughs> oh, just... Funny enough, I know a song about skinhead Skippy the Killer Kangaroo oh, really? with a blood soaked razor knife and a racist attitude. <laughs> Well, so where we're singing Skippy, Skippy, Skippy the Rape Kangaroo. Oh. And for those for those radios who don't remember, back in the seventies, oh, there was a TV yeah, show on Australian TV about Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Yeah. Who was like and a superhero. Except a who kangaroo. was like a superhero. He'd, he was living in rural and regional Australia and he had a human friend called Timmy. And Timmy, Timmy often got in <laughs> Timmy. different Timmy got into all these adventures or whatever and, and you'd see these long shots of this kangaroo and then you'd see close ups of this kangaroo and it was always eating something. Obviously that's the reason how they got it to stay wherever it was. And then occasionally you'd see the kangaroo pick something up or move something and it would obviously be this 
<laughs> this hand that was no longer attached to a kangaroo pushing something or pushing a button or opening a door. And then occasionally you'd get this, um, something happened and a person, Skippy, had hopped this person, hopped this person, and you'd hear this. What's that, Skip? <laughs> Timmy's fallen into a well. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> and then, obviously, lead whoever it was back to Timmy, who'd fallen yep. in the well, and he'd be safe. But the thing and, is, it was so popular. Well, and how often, and I still do it now, the way Timmy contacted his best friend, ah, Skippy, yes. was he got a gum yep. leaf between his, t- his the whistle. thumb and the whatever and went, ooh, <laughs> or however oh, it was. It's just um, terrible. And so there you go. So that's that's the reference. And it must have been big in the UK as well because I know people from the UK who have also talked about Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Yeah. I think it was one of those things we exported with neighbours. Yeah, TV didn't need to be fabulous back then because we didn't know any different. No. <sighs> No. It was daggy stuff, but it was fun. Look, as a kid, I loved it. But yeah, so we decided that, you know, one of the worst things that could happen out of the middle of nowhere is yep. to be raped by a kangaroo. So, <laughs> luckily it didn't happen. Live to tell the tale. Yes. It's all good. <laughs> so, back to my question, yes. my little game. Because I don't play games with you very often. You're the game player. Oh. <laughs> so, and this is just to basically work out your compassion level. Mm. With all things small and crittery. Mm. So, <laughs> you're driving along the road. Yes. And I want to know, if you hit this, would you stop and see if it was okay? Mm. So, the first is a bug. If a bug hit your windscreen, would you stop no. and see that? Really? You, so, not even going to think about that one. I would squish the, 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 the I'd squish the windscreen wipers on and you'd <laughs> last thing you'd see well you know it's dead. Okay, like there's no point in stopping. You sure? you... Yeah, final right, answer. Cool. No, it's not... Roadies, take note of that. Um would not stop to see if a bug was okay. Um And and I would also put that under mosquito fly. Well just wasp. be careful because I could have more of those here. <laughs> okay. So um, if you're driving along and you hit a moth, nope, wouldn't stop and see if it was okay. Okay, nope. roadies, just remember. Unless, of course, it was mothra, and that would speak that would that would spark my interest. Okay. But I'd still be terrified and probably wouldn't go back. Cool. So, roadies, just remember, uh, wouldn't stop for a moth. Um, okay. What if you're driving along and you uh, run over a mouse? Would you stop and see if the mouse was okay? Hmm. No, nothing for a mouse. Um, well, hang on. So, can I just country road? Yeah, eighty. Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay, we'll say country road eighty. Well, no, we'll, we'll jump it back. We'll say sixty. Sixty kilometers an hour. Sixty k an hour. Sixty k an hour. Okay. You run over a mouse. We'll just stop the service. No. Okay, right. On. No. Don't give a shit about Mickey or Minnie or. <laughs> Well, if it was one of the bigger ones. <laughs> well, in that case, then. Uh, if you ran over a rat, would you stop for a rat and see if it was okay? Is, is it Splinter? It's not Splinter. It's a normal <laughs> bush variety rat. A rodent. No, because no, I, I had to dispose. Our cat brought a rat to our back door. And the first thing I did was 
pick it up, put it in the bin. Okay, could, I did not so care. So just could see the roadie starting to learn a little bit about you here and your love for all things crittery. So we're going to move it up. You're driving along, 60 okay. kilometers now. You hit a small possum. Would Ooh. you actually stop your car, get out of the car, go back, find the possum, see if the possum was okay? Mm. Oh, the reality of it is I'd probably just look in the rear view mirror and see if I could see it. If I couldn't... Mm, just kept driving. 50-50. 50-50, that one. No, we'll, I, I can't promise fine. you anything. No, we'll move up. <laughs> if you hit... I, I if you just hit a, say if love you hit a, that I'm being set up for something. No, no, no. Well, not really. Um, I'm just wondering where your level is. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you hit, by coincidence, a kangaroo. Kangaroos yes. just boinging across the road. Hit a kangaroo. Yes. Would you stop yes. and see if the kangaroo was okay? Yeah. You would? Yeah, I reckon. Have you ever stopped to see if a kangaroo was okay if you possibly hit one with a car? I've never hit one. Okay, you reckon that's your line? Okay. Yeah. Oh, fair enough then. Uh, the, well, that's what I reckon. The, I've almost hit a kangaroo. There was only two more to follow. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's on the fucking coat of arms. Why th- wouldn't you? Three more to follow. Yes. The next one was going to be, and it was going to be copyrighted the same. If you had a cat or a dog, and you're yeah, cruising, I'd at 60. stop for those. Right, cool. The l- oh, hang on. Oh, oh. I would stop. I would stop. Just, I just hold on, Rodney. Just, just hold on. Don't accept that answer just yet. Hmm? I would stop. I think for all dogs. But if I was in an environment where I was reasonably sure it was a feral cat. Probably not. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the second last was going to be alpaca. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you hit an alpaca on a country road I would doing 60, fucking... would you stop and see if it was okay? No, I would stop, turn around and finish the bastard off. They are a hateful <laughs> fucking animal. <laughs> I hate alpacas and the only thing I hate more than alpacas Joseph is alpaca. Alan Mather. <laughs> The only thing I hate more than alpacas is alpaca owners. <laughs> they are the biggest pain in the ass people I have ever known. Wow. I did not realise you had this, to... this hatred for the alpaca. We used to get them at work and they'd come in for the alpaca show. Oh, my giddy aunt. They were just the biggest bunch of whiners and whingers and sooky sooky lalas about their fucking animals. We used to put them in a building and they'd be like, oh, it's a bit moist in here and their coats are getting a bit damp and whatever and we need to put some air conditioning in there. And I'm like, these animals have been designed by the good Lord himself to be outside. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need heating and air conditioning. Oh, no, just... And and alpacas spit at you. I remember, though. I mean, because alpacas... Alpaca doesn't swallow. Alpaca spits every time. They are a spitter. (laughs) Yeah. Spit, swallow, gargle. They are a spitter. So I remember, because alpaca's primary function is you put them with, I don't know whether or not you know this, but you put them with sheep and they protect the sheep. Strange. um, Against predators. That's, That's their job. So we had three little lambs escape from where the sheep were being kept because it was, it was a fence that little lambs could get through, but the sheep couldn't. And they escaped. And the first place they went was to the alpacas. So here we are trying to catch these little lambs so they don't fucking go out in the road. And the alpaca does what an alpaca does and starts protecting them. (laughs) So they kick at you. They spit at you. 
and their spit's got this smell that just is going to outlast religion. It is horrible, manky. It's it's it smells worse than ass, and it just stays <laughs> How on often you. Have you smell ass. <laughs> Obviously, too often. It's just one of those things. It's just so hateful. <gasps> so no, I would finish now. Pack her off. Well, the last one was and sh- and and shave it because they make lovely fur. Oh, nice. So the last one lovely was going wool. to be um, if you drive along a country road, sixty kilometers an hour, yep. and mm. you hit a flat earther, I'd be pissed. Stop? I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed off to start off with. It's a country fucking road, and I'm doing sixty. <laughs> yeah, if you hit a flat earther, would you stop and see if they were okay? Well, I know they're not okay because they're a flat earther. <laughs> How would I know that they were a flat earther? How would I tell that flat earth society? Oh, be obviously, wearing, 2018 wearing a t-shirt. T-shirt yeah, from the convention. <laughs> yeah, go Canada. I, I went to uh, was it Fick? And all yeah. I got was this stupid t-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> Fick eighteen. Fick eighteen. Fick. Fick 18. Fick 18. Like I, was just, I was just uh, curious, just to see where your compassion lied for the animals. Oh, so there was no... There was really no catch. So it's not really a game. It was just a more of a psychological experience. I was just experiment. curious to see exactly how far up the scale you go. Um, where did where did you get... Look, I would probably bet cat or dog, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, I really would. What was, bef- uh, what was before, kang- what was before kangaroo then? before that? You wouldn't stop for a kangaroo? Uh, you see, I kind of consider that you should really because they've got a pouch. And that's the reason why I should stop for some animals. But I've hit kangaroo before. <laughs> Not that's a regular thing. Um, but most of the time, they pretty well bounce off and keep going. Oh, yeah. They're, they're I mean, tough. They are. Absolutely, they are. But they're on the coat of arms. There's something about them. And if... If you finish them off, they are. <laughs> they actually are. Yeah, while, while they, being kangaroo, it's actually really good for you too. Yeah, good yeah. high in protein, lean lean oh. meat. So, and you know it's fresh. So, but I think the reason being as well is it is, is that it does have a pouch. So whilst mum may not be long for this world, there could be a baby in there that might need help. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. And you know what? Definitely. The best thing is the baby if it's smaller or fit in a burger. Oh, don't get lovely in a burger. Just slow roasted in some oh, garlic butter. Oh, a little butter. Joey burger? That'd be all right. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just, so, I don't know what made me think. I was talking about, we're talking about hitting animals in vehicles the other day, not for fun, um, the fact that it happens. <laughs> and I thought, a sport. I wonder where Joe sits on the animal compassion scale. Yeah, I, I quite like animals. I mean, we've got chooks at home. So we love our chooks and we give them cuddles and they give us eggs and we make sure they're fed. I should have put that on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're down to one cat who's 18. Boy it's cat. A, he's 18 now. So hell of an age about for a cat. It sure is. And he's about to turn 19 yep. soon. Doesn't Six suck as a 19. cat. You finally get to go to the pub and that's it. Your life's basically over. Yeah. Oh, the poor bugger though. He's... His back end's dropped out. He's lost suspension. <laughs> so every every time he jumps down from the couch, he just bottoms oh. out. So... Oh. He's um he's spending a lot more time inside than what he normally does. But Don't he's, blame he's him. All right. He still called, brought a rat home the other oh, day. Good job. It was only a, yeah, he got rewarded with French toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fancy. It is. <sighs> yeah. 
Riddle me yes. this. Am I playing intro music for <laughs> what is fast becoming the craze well, that is sweeping the nation? Look, I, th- I think um, last week Thoughtful Troy went a little bit off base. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a little bit. I think Thoughtful... <laughs> Thoughtful Troy, you've been token a bit of the uh, the communal weed, I think, last week. I think the problem was, I don't think Thoughtful Troy put much thought into his thoughtfulness. It goes to show that even Thoughtful Troy needs a little bit of time to help the masses. Just oh. throwing something out there in the open. It's like trying to hit a uh, opening bowler for six when you've never picked up a cricket yep. bat. Just don't do it. Fair enough. Yeah. So not this week. We have to wait no, for no, next week. No, no, we've got one. We've thoughtful oh, Troy's okay. had a bit of time to think, and um, thoughtful Troy's. Yeah. Uh, I think he's getting impressive this week. All right. Well, I'll cue the cue intro. The intro. <laughs> Welcome to the teachings of thoughtful Troy. We've all been there. Relationship separations can be heartbreaking. But you know what? 70% of socks lost their partners months ago. <laughs> and you don't see them fucking complaining. <laughs> Thank you and bless. So, sock it up, people. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when the shoe's on the other foot. Go away and come up with your own sock and foot puns. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road We boys. certainly are. Thoughtful Troy's back, bitches. 